What's happening, people? I'm Swazi, and you're listening to Kiss Life. Kiss Life. Let's talk about careers. So today, we're going to be talking about careers, getting into work and figuring out what you want to do in life. It's a massive decision, probably one of the biggest decisions we all have to make. But sometimes, even after careers advice, it's difficult to know what path to take. So together with the Princess Trust, we've been speaking to young people who are already smashing it to find out how they got there. Kiss Life. So we're joined on the podcast today by none other than Grace Beverly, a social media influencer who started her own fitness brand. At 22 years old, she's been named as one of the most exciting entrepreneurs to watch out for in 2019. You might already be following her on Insta or you may even own some of her products. So give us a little bit about your story. How did you get into being an entrepreneur? So the weird thing is, I think probably only recently I'd actually class myself as an entrepreneur. But about two years ago, I started a business selling fitness guides and fitness equipment and basically things that would just make you feel good to be in the gym Mm -hmm. and were well priced and everything. And then in May, uh, she launched a sustainable activewear company which is really exciting and is doing yeah. really well. And you're, you're so humble, man, because you're doing this all alongside university as well, which is not any small thing to be doing. So what was that like to juggle your business and studies? It definitely wasn't easy at all. So I finished uni in June now, which has been probably the best thing ever. <laughs> but my first business was started in my first year. So it was literally my entire time at uni, which made it quite difficult. But I mean, I was so grateful as well. Like I was able to pay myself through uni. I was able to kind of sustain all of that and so it was definitely very very difficult and there were definitely a lot of sacrifices that had to be made but also there were huge benefits that came with it and I think now in an age where everyone's got ideas Mm -hmm. um, it's really nice to see people doing things so how did you get your idea and what was that process from making the idea a reality so I'll talk a bit about Tala because I guess that's the most recent kind of venture about a year ago or a year and a half ago actually I decided I wanted to kind of start an activewear company I wanted it to be sustainable and ethical but I didn't want that to mean that it was kind of 100 pounds for a pair of leggings so the idea was to make something that actually was that matched the prices of similar slightly upmarket not super fast fashion but still fast fashion practices they're kind of price points so we were still able to produce something that was high performance but was at a really good price point it's just a piece of clothing and it just happens to be made out of either recycled plastic bottles or upcycled materials that would have gone to landfill and that was really important for us and so that's kind of where we've gone with Tala which is incredible it is incredible it's it's so incredible because being so young as well I wonder if guys are like houseway how have you done all of this at such a young age but have you faced any barriers definitely I feel like actually age is one of them I feel like you people only take you so seriously at a certain age people assume that I'll just be sitting there smiling and actually other people will be doing the jobs behind the scenes it's kind of like oh lovely you have a business that must be nice <laughs> and like they never expect for it to be at the scale that it is I love that I love the fact that you're someone behind a brand that I can relate to like when I go into the gym I'm like yeah I should be here guys like yeah. I'm a fraud I need yeah. to get out yeah. of this place. I don't guys I don't know either <laughs> yeah. but to know that there's inspiration and power behind your brand I think when I do get to the stage where I'm in the gym I can also feel better about about that um so that's a really good tip have you got any other advice for people who are like yeah i've got an idea i want to make a business out of it any advice for entrepreneurs keep thinking about it and keep developing it 
and go to other people about it and don't get disheartened when people say have you thought about this take people's thoughts into account because if some people will think like that you've got to understand that then that's something you need to do in your marketing or Mm. your products to be able to fight that so yeah and just constantly like talk to people read a lot of reading reading is great but also (laughs) (laughs) youtube videos like there's so much out there that you can look at and learn from and then just start trying i'd honestly say like you can make a business from something like depop you can make a business from upcycling things yourself you can make so many things that just work from social media without having to pay out a single penny now you can find me at grace beverly on all social media l-e-y not L-Y it's a common mistake <laughs> you've got to say you know yeah. Um, and yeah come and play to hear more from Grace check out our exclusive interview with her as a special bonus episode on your podcast feed Kiss Life Let's talk about careers. Now, obviously, we know that there are loads of options when you're choosing what you want to do, and it can feel overwhelming. These students we spoke to on their way into uni say they do stress about finding a job when they graduate. We keep being told that it's like a competition with everyone at uni to find a job when you graduate. You need to start getting your contacts now, and you need to just take every opportunity you can. I'm trying to like get work experience right now to try get into work that I would possibly want to do afterwards but it's still worrying they pushed us from school always saying that we need more qualifications we need to be better than everyone else and that's what worries me about trying to get a job that there'll always be someone better than me that will get in it and they're definitely not alone research by the prince's trust found more than half of us put too much pressure on ourselves to succeed and more than one in four are worried we're gonna fail i think there is so much pressure on our young people to think that you need to make a career choice at age 15 or 16 with very limited experience of the world of work i mean that's a whole heap of pressure that we pile on young people laura jane rawlings is the boss of youth employment uk a group working with employers and politicians to get more young people into work. We see this this goal of having a good set of qualifications and having a good job being the thing that makes somebody successful and actually that's not necessarily what success is to different individuals and and it's not healthy. There isn't a right or wrong pathway for anybody, it's about what's right for you at that moment in time. But while it's great that there are now so many different job options and ways into work, it's also leaving a lot of us pretty confused. Laura says one of the main barriers for young people is a lack of good careers advice about where you could work, what skills you need and, crucially, how to get them. Young people are telling us they're finding it more and more difficult to get the information that they need. There are these huge choices available, but the information out there can be confusing. And that's something that we hear a lot about is it's very difficult to know what's right for them. We often hear young people telling us that they would really benefit from having somebody come and give them advice specifically to their situation so that one-to-one support is something that young people are not getting so there is more that schools can be doing kiss life i think for me it's been um really exciting to have joined kiss by taking on the kiss chosen one competition so i won in 2016 and now i'm a full-on kiss presenter i used to listen to kiss as a kid growing up so now to be in the studio having my own saturday morning breakfast show it is um yeah a real dream 
but it's not to take away from the fact that radio is really difficult to get into. It doesn't um, come up in the form of a GCSE. I didn't study radio. Um, and so you do have to be on the lookout for loads of different opportunities. If I could give advice to anyone who um, wants to dream big and go after the job they really want to do, um, I'd say believe in yourself. And that always sounds so flappy, but really believing in yourself to me means being confident about the skills that you can do with your eyes closed. We all have them. Um, it will probably be in the way you grew up or who was around you. But what are the things that you could do um, that you know you would fly with if that was a job? So concentrate on those skills, hone your craft um, and work hard. Work hard means sacrifice. It means um, doing things that you feel um, are long and, and tedious to do. But in, in the grand scheme of things, it will prepare you and it really will prepare you for when you step into that job that you've been dreaming about. And yeah, it makes stepping into that job that much sweeter. Kiss Live. Ahmed Hankir faced a lot of barriers when it came to fulfilling his dream of being a doctor. I lived in Lebanon um, when I was a teenager. I arrived in the UK when I was 17 years of age, leaving my parents behind me. My first paid job was in a van selling kebabs and burgers. Customers would ask me, do I speak English? That was my first job. Then cleaning floors as a janitor on minimum wage. And I uh, was also stacking shelves. But against the odds, Armin managed to put himself through medical school. And earlier this year, he did his first shift as the on-call psychiatry doctor at St. Thomas's Hospital in London. Ahmed reckons young people coming from disadvantaged backgrounds are still facing a battle when it comes to breaking into the world of work. I'm from a lower socioeconomic background and it seems to me that there continues to be barriers for those who are disadvantaged. I remember the head of the sixth form. She laughed at my face when I said to her, I want, I want to uh, get into medical school. She said, it's too competitive. She made me feel like I was this dirty immigrant, but I didn't allow that person. I didn't give that person the license to deter me from achieving my goal. So uh, yeah, I, I want to reiterate, don't ever make anyone feel like you can't realize your dreams or you don't have what it takes. For some of us, the path we take is inspired by our experiences growing up. Atlanta is 22 and from Birmingham. She started her own business, giving help and accommodation to people who are struggling with things like mental health and substance abuse. It all came about because she needed supported accommodation herself as a teenager. When I was 16, I kind of got to a point with my parents where I just become quite rebellious. I battled them for about six months with family mediation. And then the one day my mum was kind of just like, do you know what? Go. Like, if that's what you want, go. Um, so I went and I lived in hostels for about 11 months. I had a social worker. So my like, literally last two weeks of school, I was in and out of hostels. I'd be late to exam because of curfews of hostels. I think my first night in my hostel kind of really hit home. I literally went with like three black bags. I remember my first night, like little things that you just don't think about. Like I had a shower, I got out of the shower and I had no towel, no bedding, no nothing. Food, like there was a few days where I didn't have any food so my support worker would have to go to a food bank. That experience obviously has helped me do what I want to do today with supporting people in my shared accommodation. So supported accommodation, It's um, I offer support to individuals within a shared house. It's a four-bedroom house and they get a minimum of three hours support a week and that support is for them to reach whatever their personal goals is. It may be education, training or even just moving on to their own flat. With help from the Prince's Trust, she decided to start running her own supported accommodation after noticing a gap in support for people like herself. 
Her advice to anyone going through a tough time is to try and use that experience to shape what you do. I'd never really had the confidence to kind of do it because being young, a lot of people were always like, oh, you need more experience, this, that, the other. And I just kind of the one day I woke up and thought, why not? Like, why wait? So I started it in the hope that I can offer something that has people understand that I've been there. I think a lot of supported accommodation claim that they're going to help people, but it's not really put in place, really. I love the fact that I don't think it's a job. Like, I wake up every day and it's, I'm going to help my tenants today. It's not, oh, I've got to get up, my alarm's gone off. I just enjoy what I do. I think I enjoy what I do because I know that it's pure. Like, I know that they're on track to reach whatever their goals are. They're getting the support and whatnot that they need. I love the fact that it's something that I've created. It's undeniable that now, more than ever, we're heading into uncertain times when it comes to jobs. But with changes in technology, there's a chance a lot of us will end up in jobs that don't even exist yet, which is pretty exciting. So let's finish by getting some top tips and inspiration from the people who've already got to where they want to be, starting with the editor of Heat magazine, Lucy Cave. You just have to learn that everybody has got their own worries. Everybody suffers from imposter syndrome. So you've just got to enjoy yourself and do it to the best of your ability. And my biggest advice would be just be your best self. That's I have that kind of as a reminder on my phone every morning when I wake up. You know, you've got to be yourself. You can't be anybody else. So just always try and be the best version of yourself. Don't get disheartened when people say, have you thought about this? Because if I got disheartened when kind of my parents' friends were like, but what on earth do you really do? Yeah. Why would that work? It's kind of like, there's a niche for everything. So constantly develop your ideas and don't get disheartened, but also take people's thoughts into account. Don't ever let anyone make you feel that you can't realise your dreams. It's so important to have that self-belief. You have to be realistic. You have to be patient. It might take a while. So don't be disheartened. And, you know, you can make your dreams come true if you work hard. If you've come from a, a family where there's substance, alcohol issues, financial issues, anything like that, then you can use that as your motivation to get somewhere. And it's only you that can progress and get where you want to be. And don't forget, you can get help on all of the issues we've covered in this podcast through the Prince's Trust. Visit kissfmuk.com for more information. Kiss Life is a production from Kiss and Bauer Media.